It's Thursday, August 2nd, 2012. There are consequences of using the atmosphere as a dump for greenhouse gases. Scientists warn Congress of climate change impacts. Madam Chairman, I'm offended by that. I'm offended by that. While Republicans still insist it ain't happening. We will have to see that progress before considering support for any new heavy oil pipeline in B.C. Conflict in Canada over another tar sands oil pipeline. Justice for survivors of Camp Lejeune's toxic water, plus... Paul McCartney can go out and find twigs and berries for all I care. The beef industry's beef with the USDA. All of those twigs and berries and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. India is crippled by power failures. Have they tried unplugging the country and plugging it back in? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, a few oil industry fun facts before we get started, courtesy of Think Progress. Every hour so far in 2012, the five largest oil corporations have recorded a $14,400,000 profit. That is in every hour so far in 2012. Wow, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and our U.S. government continues to give them many, many more millions each and every hour. Well, money is also the matter up in Canada, where there's a battle brewing over tar sands. It's not the proposed Keystone XL pipeline in the U.S., but another proposed tar sands pipeline that's dividing Canada. British Columbia's premier, Christy Clark, is withholding permission for the controversial Northern Gateway pipeline, which would carry heavy tar sands oil from neighboring Alberta across hundreds of miles of British Columbia wilderness to British Columbia ports for shipment to China. B.C.'s Environment Minister Terry Lake, though, says much more needs to be done to reduce the environmental impact of any pipeline and improve oil spill response capability, but more importantly, they want a cut of the revenue. Given that BC would shoulder 100% of the marine risk and a significant portion of the land-based risk, we do not feel the current approach to sharing these benefits is appropriate. A fair share of benefits will be the focus of negotiations should there be any interest in pursuing a new heavy oil pipeline in British Columbia. Right now, BC will get zero dollars from Alberta's oil revenue. Here in the U.S., the National Cattlemen's Beef Association has a real beef with the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Last week, the USDA was forced to withdraw and apologize for an internal department newsletter that encouraged employees to try meatless Mondays in the building's cafeteria. (laughs) That's a program started by vegetarian Sir Paul McCartney of the Beatles as a simple and painless way to help individuals reduce their environmental impact by going meat-free on just one day of the week. Now, does the USDA work with only beef producers, or does the A stand for agriculture, as in and corn and other vegetables. Oh, indeed. But the powerful meat industry lobbying group, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, was totally outraged. They said the very idea of Meatless Mondays, quote, should be condemned by anyone who believes agriculture is fundamental to sustaining life on this planet. Oy. Justice for the survivors of Camp Lejeune water contamination. The Republican-controlled U.S. House has finally passed some legislation that would cover the medical costs of hundreds of thousands of Marines and their family members who have suffered high cancer rates after decades of exposure to contaminated drinking water at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, the largest water contamination case in U.S. history. Well, that's very thoughtful of the Republicans. Unfortunately, the legislation comes too late for many. The contamination took place between 1950 and 1985, and thousands of victims have since died. 
More hyperbole on Capitol Hill. You're asking us to have unprecedentedly high uh, electricity prices in order to avoid uh, a danger yes. that is not as real as it appears. Suddenly, it was climate week in the U.S. Senate. In the midst of a record national drought and on the heels of a bombshell new study this week from a prominent Koch-funded climate skeptic finding that, quote, global warming is real and humans are almost entirely the cause... On Wednesday, in the first Senate hearing in years on the economic impacts of climate change and extreme weather, Republican anti-science deniers again insisted global warming is not happening at all. In the last 10 years, we've seen virtually no change in the temperature. However, the Democrats and actual climate scientists in the hearing disagreed. We really reached the point where the question of whether the Earth is warming is, is really no longer in doubt. There are consequences of using the atmosphere as a dump for greenhouse gases. I find it quite incredible that we're raising the question about whether global warming is a real problem. Global warming is certainly not a hoax. There's no hoax. There's no like conspiracy. It was a contentious hearing. Glad to hear that there actually was one in the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats. So where have they been all this time, Des? Fighting with the Republicans, as usual. I couldn't help but notice that Chairman Barbara Boxer's end to the meeting may have said it all. Okay. Wow. <laughs> For more on that hearing, the other stories we covered today, and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help support the Green News Report. We rely on you, not the Koch brothers, to stay on the air and keep telling you the truth over your public airwaves. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Okay. Wow. It's money that matters. You're what I say.